Yes, indeedy. The ball guys are back. And what the weird thing is, you know, I usually uh, hit the restroom right before the ball guys podcast recording. Mm-hmm. Nothing worse than doing a podcast on a full bladder. You guys agree? Probably agree. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So I like to take care of that before the podcast. And as I'm walking by the women's restroom, who do you think walks out? But Ole Udo, Vikings uh, offensive lineman Ole Udo comes walking out. <laughs> And I'm like, what, Oli, is this a Miami club? What are you doing in there? Uh, Bye week for the Vikings, and we just can't stay the hell off the police blotter, can we? Nope. Wow. Unbelievable. If you you missed the story, um, not not a whole lot of details. This happened Saturday, Saturday night. Oli Udo, backup Vikings lineman, clubbing, hitting the club. And um, is f- attracted to some gal, and she's in the bathroom line, and he's uh, not taking a hint that perhaps she's not interested, or maybe he could talk to her after her restroom business. He follows her all the way into the restroom, yeah. proceeds to follow her into the women's restroom, and then will not leave even when security and then later police are called. What's the deal, you guys? Seriously, what kind of meathead you got to be? I think that she lost her cell phone and he was just trying to return it and then was waiting for the reward. That must have been right. it. That just, right. I mean, there's no other explanation. <laughs> Dougie, does this remind you of your, your pursuing a woman days, you know, just, just <laughs> playing hard to get, or, or, I mean, come on, this is, this is 2022. This is no means no, this you, yeah, you don't do that. No, I just hit back. They come to me. So. Yeah, I have no experience in that whatsoever. Got Maybe it. it was a gender uh, gender neutral bathroom, and we don't know that. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> that was it. Maybe they were line buddies, right? <laughs> what? And then you know, I, I once security comes, isn't it time to give it up at that point? Isn't it time? So. To, you know, just go. Eh, I'm I, I'm not going to get her phone number tonight. You have I would to imagine. I would imagine what some of the last words said to those guys before they left for the bye week was stay out of jail or yeah. something along those lines. <laughs> stay out of trouble. Can't and what said, here's a guy who did start for a while and now he's now he's been kind of uh, yeah. Yeah. downgraded to just backup role. Right. And so you would think you would be doing everything you possibly could. Right. If you were Oliudo, you would be trying to stay on that roster right for your for everything it's worth because that i mean you've hit the the athletic jackpot making a 53 man nfl roster and you pull that stunt i just they have they have meetings at the beginning of the year they go over this crap with the entire team reminding people about yeah. etiquette and all that stuff and keep your nose clean right like they're junior high kids and and it's sad that they have to do that oh, they God. do though yeah most of these guys aren't very grown up um, so the bye week is good to the Minnesota Vikings. They gain ground on every team in the division, <sighs> except the Bears, Dougie. Wait, what? What? The Bears. <laughs> <laughs> what got into your Chicago team this week? <laughs> you know, as a Bears fan, I, I can't even be overly optimistic. I'm hoping that this was the team that we've been waiting for and maybe the Justin Fields that could be, but... Yeah, right. I don't know. I mean, it was on the road, which is positive, but it was against the Patriots. So who knows? Patriots aren't very good this year. Still Brian Belichick. He was so angry he tore the sleeves right off his hoodie. No way. <laughs> he always does that. Yeah. What is that? Why, why is that? 
Do, do yeah. his arms feel smothered? Why, why? What is the cutting off the sleeves? It's warm. He's got he's got a condition. Is it's, it perspiring? Yes. He's a he's, he's a heavy sweater. He's, he's he's he'll probably wear shirts in the wintertime, too. <laughs> I could see that. I Wait can smell it. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold out. Well, put some pants on. Uh, not, I'm not hiding these legs. <laughs> I, I was talking about Belichick, but oh, yeah. Of um, Dougie, the, the, the bears looked real good. They, they didn't start out so good, but they certainly turned it around. And, and, uh, I, you know, I wasn't watching the whole game. I won't, I won't pretend that, but I tuned over and I was like, what? And then I did have to watch for a while. So I, I was, I was literally waiting for a bears collapse. They started off ahead 10 to zero and then they, they took out Mac Jones and, uh, Bailey Zappi came in and scored two touchdowns immediately. And I went, well, there we go. At least I had the first quarter. <laughs> but then after that, the defense picked it up. Special teams looked good. And yeah, 23 straight points for the victory. It's unbelievable. And yeah. you know who you know who else looked really good? The Arizona Cardinals last Thursday. Ooh, you're right, golly. <laughs> They're getting healthy. Yeah. And they are going to be a formidable bull. Form, form, have I been drinking? Formidable opponent, I think, uh, on Sunday. I'm glad you bring that up because I didn't have it in my notes, but um, that's a team that's getting healthy and wide receiver looks good, quarterback's better. Eh, that's that's not a gimme, even even at uh, at the bank on Sunday. No, I would say that's going to be a real test for the Vikings, and they better not be performing like they did the, like they did the last game. Where they went three out, three and out. How many times? Ten. When you have that many offensive weapons, you can't go three and out that many times. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, and they're gonna have to put a spy on Kyler Murray because I could see him really eating up the. Uh, oh yeah, defense too, right? So because you're gonna have to drop a lot of guys back into coverage to cover those receivers. Yep. Um, that's going to leave some room up front and he could, yeah, you're going to have to put a spy on him for sure. Um, the pack, I did watch that game, uh, Packers in Washington and my God, that Packer team looks so bad. Anybody tune in for a while and just wonder what the hell happened to the Packers. <laughs> I, I didn't watch it. Um, but interestingly, I watched the herd on uh whatever it is espn or something mm-hmm. and uh and and they were talking about the packers and 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 they were basically saying the packers have some serious troubles that they probably aren't going to overcome this season it was really interesting yeah and their schedule doesn't do them any favors coming up um you could see some real separation between um vikings and pack and and uh, Dougie, that leaves the door open for your bears. <laughs> yeah, I this schedule doesn't look great for them either. So, no, yeah, I'll tell you what was a lot of fun. Was yeah. uh, I was on a road trip up in the Upper Peninsula, coming back out of the UP into Wisconsin during that game, and listening to the Packers broadcast on Wisconsin radio stations. Oh, yeah. yeah, and those guys are fed up too. They're beside themselves. They are not used to having to call games. For a team that doesn't come through in a clutch situation. Packers right. brought it back to within two. And my wife and I, in typical fashion, were like, here we go. Aaron Rodgers again. You know he's going to lob one up and they're going to catch it. And he's going to be in field goal range or he's going to throw the touchdown. You know it's going to happen. It nope. always does. No. Nope. 
and then it didn't. <laughs> that was the best drive across Wisconsin I've ever had. <laughs> he keeps doing these poses. The one this week was he was he was flat on his chest, right? He's chest down on the turf, and and his head is looking right into the turf. His arms, his arms are out to the side. And he just lays there for a while. And so of course everybody screen grabs that and has you know meme fun with that. Right. He's just he's just giving he's feeding it. He's feeding it. I think on purpose because he knows. I think he knows how bad they are and that there's nothing, there's no quick fix. Right. Are yeah. they being mentioned as a landing spot for, for Beckham at all? Or I haven't, I haven't heard the pack being mentioned. Do they have cap issues or. Uh, Aaron Rodgers basically put up an ultimatum and yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with it, but he said, I highly expect our team to be in the hunt for someone at the trade deadline. And basically, if it doesn't happen, you know, I think he's checked out anyway. I think he's so frustrated with them never really putting a lot of offense around him that he's just like, you know what? I think maybe I'm just done. So it's it's just fun to watch, isn't it? As a Viking fan, it's so much fun to watch. Come on, come on, keep keep happening. <laughs> he also issued an ultimatum for more ayahuasca in the uh, fridge, in the fridge, in the locker room. Um, <laughs> all right, guys, here's a callback to last week's uh, ball guys. What did I say last week about Ant? What, what was my hope for him this season? Anybody remember? Yeah, you said you'd hope he wouldn't be such a big baby and pout and go on that roller coaster ride. Yeah, Spence, you're doing the... Yeah. Well, he scored 30 and then nine. You know, I mean... Yeah. I was begging for consistency from our so-called up-and-coming superstar, and we're not getting it again this year. And you're exactly right, Spence. Nine points in the loss on Monday to the Spurs. Nine points. Are you ready? Here's his quote. I saved it because it just made me so angry. (laughs) This one's on me, man. I came out with no energy at all. If I come out with energy, that changes the whole team. It's all about me right now. I so came out with boring. no energy. And he's just admitting to the fact that he put in zero effort. <laughs> just that as a fan, that makes me so angry. Yeah. He's young. How can he how can how does he not have energy? He's a professional athlete. Yeah. That's his craft. That's what he does all day, every day. Get him a monster for crying out loud. Right. A Red Bull or a five hour or something. Get him some coffee before ayahuasca. he has to pull some ayahuasca. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, you know, A-Rod will share. I don't know. Unicorn, get a little sugar buzz, something. That's just not an excuse, is it? I mean, that's, I, I, you'd be better off just saying, uh, yeah, I just didn't I have it tonight or something. But yeah. Isn't it funny, though, how most of the time, if you say it's all about me, that's going to be a bad thing. But in this case, yeah. you're like, yep, yep, you're right. <laughs> it is. So if I'm the coach, I, I'm going to, I'd have a sit down with him and I'd, I'd take those, those words and I'd, I'd shove them right back down his throat because that's just unacceptable. That can't be, right. you can't just say that for why you had a bad night that you didn't have any energy. The whole team obviously kind of looked lethargic that night and why they can't be tired I get it. It was the second of back-to-backs, but good God, this season just started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're 21 years old or whatever. Yes. Yeah. You're in the best shape of your life, and and you can't use that 
as an excuse. Three of 15 shooting for Ant that night. That was just... Isn't that kind of the Minnesota mantra, though? Wasn't it Randy Moss who said, hey, I play when I want to? Play when I want to. Yeah. That was and he only had to play once a week. Uh, so, Spence, what's going on? You, uh, uh, you're, you're, this is your team here, and, and they start out the season two and two during a supposedly soft part of their schedule. Um, red flags going up yet, or how do you feel about the, the Wolves? Uh, I, I'm, well, the, the coach is kind of weird, too. How's that? Well, I mean, the other night when they, they were all the starters didn't play except for Ant in the fourth quarter, the game prior to the when they lost, like that's it was just odd. It was an odd lineup i think they still went on and won they, they kicked some yep. butt that night but i'm like well, no. these are your main core guys get them in a rhythm right get them out there in the fourth quarter i, I don't know a little i'm worried about a little bit of, about the coaching in that situation but and know. and isn't in the nba it's kind of like you don't really play until the fourth quarter right, <laughs> right. I mean, it's kind regular of season. when i watch the nba <laughs> yeah it's kind of it's kind of just warm up <laughs> until the fourth quarter right Right. <laughs> and why does the fourth quarter is 15 minutes or no, is it 12 minutes? It's 12 minutes. The fourth quarter. It yeah. takes like an hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the timeouts and uh, yeah, the timeouts are just endless. No other sport allows the game to just absolutely grind to a halt at the very end. And basketball should be freewheeling anyway. I just, it bugs me to no end that, that that's how those games usually wrap up. Uh, if Finchie had said that he was resting those guys because they did have another game the next day, does that fly for you at all, Spence? Or do you want do you want the the big the big shooters out there? I, I want them out there in the fourth quarter. I mean, right. let them. Re- you got to. They're such a young team too, and they're just learning to play together. You need that rhythm, that consistency. That's that's what I I hated. Yeah. And the other thing is with with Ant the other night. Okay, the coach should have noticed he didn't have a lot of energy, at least by halftime, and go, hey, look, you need to pick it up. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It, it it was obvious that, that he was struggling, so maybe you, you try to do something about it. Uh, what do you think of Gobert so far, guys? What How's, how's he doing? How's he fitting in? Uh, was he worth – I know it's early, seriously early, but um, so far, your impressions. He is a presence down there inside the paint defensively. And what was his first game? He had God, I want to say, and I might be wrong, but like 20 offensive rebounds in his first game. We haven't had that for a long time. That was amazing. And people actually have to like game plan around him. I think. Yeah. He's as advertised. I think Gully, would you agree that we're getting kind of what we've heard about him? Well, it appears that way. You know, I haven't even seen a T Wolves game yet to uh, to really speak clearly about that. But I, but I, you know, you know, they're they're at five hundred. They get a rematch tonight with uh, mm-hmm. San Antonio. So, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully they can they can beat them this time, and uh, hopefully Ant comes out with some energy. Maybe he just needs to take a nap before <laughs> each game. I uh, I, I have a recommendation. Recommendation for him when I when I was uh, working here early on, uh, back in the 1800s, uh, I had to go to a store at the mall, and it was a new coffee store that had opened, and they wanted me to sample everything, try everything. So I was having the lattes and espressos, and by the end, they had these coffee beans covered in dark chocolate, and I'm popping them like M and M's. 
I walked out of that place shaking so hard from caffeine <laughs> overload. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to have somebody drive me home. <laughs> I think Ann needs that for uh, for the, the game against the uh, Spurs, the rematch. All right. Uh, gosh, I guess we got to jump in to go for football. Ooh. Man, I mean, we just started out so positive and now losers of three in a row after a pummeling at the hands of, of Penn State. And um, Morgan couldn't start or didn't start. I don't know that if, that would have made a huge difference, to be honest with you. Kaliak Manis was underwhelming, for sure. Nine of 22, 175 yards. Uh, Mo only ran for, I think, 101, which for him is, I know, only 101. Yeah. But uh, they would have had to got a lot more out of him um, to be closer. Um, anybody feel like Morgan would have been the difference maker in that game? Or No. Nope. No, it was, it was horrible. I mean, how many of those guys were wide open and the big plays they gave up? It's like, yeah, wow. And it's why are the same thing? Yeah, always the same thing with this team, though, right? You come out like that and then you're disappointed and then the season drags on and mm-hmm. ends and we do it all over again. And it's just oh. always the same. So it's hard to get on the bandwagon with this team. One of these days we'll have to turn that corner. Well, hopefully we'll have to turn that corner or row around that corner, whatever the hell we're doing. But but you got to figure that out. You can't just set up your schedule to play a bunch of chumps and get everybody all excited. And then as soon as you get into Big Ten play, crap the bed. Yeah. Over and over, year after year. Hey, but they might still make the whatever it was, Cheetos Bowl or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, which was played, by the way, in a baseball stadium in Phoenix, which I went to. I actually watched the game. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, about that. yeah. It was. Yeah, I, it was. It was an underwhelming bowl game. I'll tell you that. Everybody <laughs> kept falling down because they had opened the roof of a of a roofed stadium. Right? They opened the roof because at the beginning, some guys came in. You know, representing the military and everything. And on, in parachute, they parachuted in. So they needed to open the roof for that. But, roof. It, but it was raining. And nobody had prepared for a wet field. So they're oh. all falling down. Oh. <laughs> oh. So anyway, Oops. maybe we'll get some, some more humor out of them at the end of the season. Who knows? Was that the last time it rained in Phoenix? Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> when you go to a bowl game sponsored by Cheetos, did, did you get free Cheetos? Is that a thing or I no? I honestly don't even remember. Not even a coupon? Was. Yeah. Taco Bell Bowl? That's better than the mineral water bowl or whatever the D2 teams play. Right. All the receivers are dropping passes, getting the orange <laughs> Cheeto dust all over their fingers. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. I was... Huffed or crunchy. I can't, that's there. That's I can't a good crunchy Cheetos, man. <laughs> Cocaine. They're very addictive. Very yeah. addictive. Things were so set up this year, though, with all these, you know, six year yeah. <laughs> veterans and, um, you know, some weaknesses uh, with other teams in the West. Uh, Iowa ain't what it was, and uh, Wisconsin doesn't look as strong as they've been in the past. Things were so set up for us this year, guys. Yeah. That's what makes it even harder to, to stomach, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they should have, I would hope, I think, a chance to right, right the uh, the ship, the canoe, whatever they're rowing. Uh, 130 matchup against Rutgers. Has anybody heard? Is it more Kaliak Manis this week? Or is Tanner coming back? Do we know? We heard? What's the scoop? Uh, I haven't heard anything yet. Okay. 
All right. I would like to have Tanner back for this. He's not, don't get me wrong. He's, he's not like this awesome quarterback, but he does bring some stability. And I just think familiarity and just I mean, how many years with his offense. Yeah. He's know. been playing with them for since what? 2005. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> think it might help being back at home and just, yeah, I don't know. We'll see if they can, uh, can write the ship. Uh, let's talk wild hockey. They shook up their lines. They got uh, some vintage flurry action, 26 saves last night, and they beat the Canadians 3-1, to one, TJ. Um, yeah. this, was, this is good to see. Things are trending in the right direction. You threatened to replace them with Duncan the Walrus, and look what happens. <laughs> the guy Fleury played a really good game last night, and I think a big, large part of the credit to that is uh, clogging up that middle lane, which the Wild did all yes. night long. They didn't allow a lot of opportunities in between the circles, which you saw. Although I got to say the goal that Caulfield scored for, uh, for Montreal last night was a pretty bad goal. It was... Uh, you know, he, it, it was a good move. He was moving towards the center and everybody was going to clog up the middle and he hit the brakes. Everybody kept going. He rips a shot glove side of flurry and puts it in. If you're a hall, I mean, 99 out of a hundred yeah. NHL goalies are going to catch that puck right there on the short side with that glove. I don't know what happened there, how he misplaced the puck and it got by. Luckily we were able to get some nice goals, the empty netter at the end to seal the deal, of course, but uh, cool for, uh, for Duhame to be there and score that goal in front of his mom. And I think they said he had like four dozen family members wow. in attendance at the game. Good for him. That was really cool. And he almost had the, the first goal too. He ripped a, a bullet that missed the goal entirely, but it hit the, the glass so hard behind it that it popped out. And that's when Erickson Eck was able to just kind of mm. very skillfully get a stick on that and tap it in. So that was a nice goal too. But I think the key for the wild right now are, I mean, we played that whole game and you never heard Kaprizov's name. Didn't hear much of Virgin's name. So if we get that that part of the team rolling as well, uh, I think we're headed in the right direction. I'm not saying we're Stanley Cup bound yet, but we're definitely better off than we were when this season started and, and um, defensively played a lot better and, and gave Flurry an opportunity to, uh, to do his job last night. Good game. I think I saw Wild um, blocked something like 21 shots. That's going to help your goaltender every yep. night. Every yep. night. Right. And uh, that's that's the price you got to be willing to pay uh, to help out your goalie to get the W. And yeah. that's something they they weren't doing a lot of um, earlier in the season. I, I did hear something pretty cool uh, on my way into work this morning. Uh, one of the outlets I was listening to had the highlights, but they had the Canadian, the French oh, play yeah. by play. <laughs> oh, really? Cool. A lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to hear that. And the only things I made out were after uh, one of our goals, they said, uh, Boku, Boku, very much, uh, something very much. And then um, Eric Sinek with a French accent is kind of cool. So <laughs> that, was, that was kind of a treat to hear. It's pretty um, fun. Last year, I had the NHL network deal and I had like access to all the games. Yeah. And you can choose. You can choose when you go in to watch a game, you choose whether you want the, the home announcers, the away announcers, the national broadcast. And occasionally they would throw in the French, you know, and you could pick one and watch it. It was, I would flip around all the time because it's oh. fun to hear, you know, the homers on the other side for a little bit. Right. You know, and then to listen in French was really fun for a little while. And then I was like, okay, I got to know what they're saying. And then you switch <laughs> it back. But it, it was pretty interesting. It's fun to, fun to see that. And I know there's more of that in the NFL with Spanish broadcast and all of that going on. It's great to have that, that many outlets 
for yeah. one particular game or sport. We oui, we oui. we oui, we oui, monsieur. Oui, oui. Uh, After starting zero and three, two zero and one in their last three, so that's that's uh, hopefully a good sign of things to come. We'll stay in Canada a eh, uh, tomorrow night and take on uh, Ottawa. We'll stay on the ice and talk about the uh, Maverick men's hockey team. Went up to St. Cloud and um, things did not go well. There, there were good games, well played games, and very close one goal losses, but we just couldn't get by. St. Cloud last weekend. Disappointing as a Mavs fan. Yeah, definitely. I think you have to take the positives out of it. I didn't get to watch any of the games because, like I said, I was on a road trip. I did go to a Lake Superior State Michigan Wolverines game while I was in the Upper Peninsula. That was kind of fun. Wolverines, yeah. Yeah. Um, And and obviously the Wolverines are good. They were in the Frozen Four. But uh, from afar watching on social media and, and the Mavericks games that were going on. And it really seems like they played really good games and just didn't get the job done. And on night one, they went with Rancier, right? Am I, am I right about that? Yes. And then they went back to Tracy the next night. Yep. That second game could have been a little bit different if they had called that tripping penalty that probably should have been called behind the Mavericks net that led to the game winning goal. Uh, that was tough to watch. I don't know. I think Hastings said, that's a hard, tough pill to swallow or a tough loss to swallow, I think was his quote, something like that. I'm paraphrasing. But, uh, <laughs> but they were both good games. And we got to get some guys back, too. We got to see some, some production from that top line uh, that we're rolling out. Um, and we need to get uh, Bennett Zmolik back on the ice, too. I don't know how long his injury has him out for, but he's a, he's a presence on the ice that we need to have. And we're heading into conference play this weekend against Bowling Green. So that's good. And typically, TJ, that's been a chance for the Mavs to kind of get fat, right? You would think so, yes. And I would hope right now, while the Mavericks haven't played any conference games, I think there's only three or four teams in the conference that have played any games that matter in the conference towards the the results. So, uh, but yeah, that is an opportunity for them to get fat. And every game in the regular season that they, they have left to play is a conference game, with the exception of when they go down to Arizona State and play down there. So... Uh, they're picked to win the conference, so expectations are high going into this weekend against the Falcons. Uh, but the Falcons are are not a terrible team either. You never know what you're going to get any given any given night. But to be home in our barn again with the crowds we've been having, be big. I believe it's it's going to be tough for Bowling Green to come out uh, and win those games, and then follow that up with a home and home with St. Thomas. That should be a good weekend for us too. I yeah. know. I know they lost them both, uh, Gully, but were you a little surprised to see them fall in the national rankings from from two all the way to eight? They kind of flipped places with St. Cloud. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's. I think it's maybe a little premature to think that they are going to finish at that level, uh, but, you know, certainly it sucks. I mean, you hate to see them drop down that far. Um, but, uh, you know, I got to say something about home games for the Mavs. And you guys have all noticed that Maverick machine makes it so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they, they clearly are having a great time mm-hmm. at every one of those games. And they really, they kind of get people pumped up. Right. I, I'm really, I'm really uh, uh, happy that that's part of the scene there. Cause it's uh, it's pretty great. It has really, really grown into something special in that section of the student section. When, when the season started and then we had that first game up at Mariucci, there was, uh, I sat right in front of them. I think like 40 members of the Maverick machine that paid for their own tickets and went to the game just because they're hockey fans. So nice. they're not there to play music because they have to. 
They're right. there because they're hockey fans and happen to be able to play instruments, and they're awesome. Can't get them involved enough. Yeah, it's pretty great. That student section is pretty uh, pretty lit, too. Um, they're into mm-hmm. it. They're standing the whole game. They know all the cheers. They're doing all the uh, all the college <laughs> hockey cheers. They're a lot of fun. My, uh, my season tickets are right next to them. And um, it, it's fun going into a rink that's that's not library like. And as right. great as have been in years past, there just always wasn't a lot of juice in the building. Was there? Am I wrong? No, I, I think that's and that's that's precisely you're you're hitting it right on the head. I think that that student section and having the Maverick machine with you know playing the music and doing all the chants and all that stuff. I mean, I wouldn't want to be that goalie that just let the goal in. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. You suck. Yeah, remember back in the day? I mean, it used to be like a status thing. You were a Blue Line Club member, and you sat between the Blue Lines on the ice, and you literally sat yeah, the right. whole game practically. You even showed up. True. Pretty, pretty sad. And, and in typical Mankato fashion, it would be, oh, the game starts in two minutes. Let's pay our bill and head over there. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. Seats are full for the introductions. Student section is sold out every time. Band is there. Uh, in some cases so far this year, standing room only. Yeah. Gotta love it. Let's keep that train rolling. Yep, I love it. All right, we got uh, the first game coming up Friday night here in uh, Cato. I gotta go. I just got a text from Ole Udo that out of toilet paper in the women's bathroom. So, uh, <laughs> we're stuck, uh, uh, that's it for the ball, guys.